You are listening to Wealth Wisdom. On this podcast, you will hear from a wide range of thinkers as they discuss what it takes to be prosperous in business, finance, and more. To see a full listing of the podcast provided by Learn Out Loud, please visit us at www.learnoutloud.com slash podcast. This podcast is provided by Simon & Schuster Audio. To find this audiobook and other Simon & Schuster Audio offerings, please visit www.simonsays.com. How old are you is the first question that will determine the way you approach my show and the way you should approach the market. It's a rude question, but making money can be a rude business. The second question, a two-parter, frankly is even more obnoxious. How much money do you have in the bank and what's your income? I tell people never to put more than 20% of their discretionary money, which means the money that they're not saving for retirement, into speculative stocks. Those are the risky stocks like Connexent that can deliver the big gains or the big losses. That's a rule, and it's one I'm sticking to because I'm a law and order kind of guy. But to be honest, if you're really rich, if you're raking in a lot of money, you can afford to speculate with half or even all of your investment income. I don't recommend it. I don't think it's smart. You only need to get rich once. But this is another uncomfortable truth that has to be acknowledged. The richer you are, the less you need to worry about money. It's obvious on a gut level. But no one likes to be told that they don't make enough money to be taking real risks in the market. It is a question of risk. Losing money means nothing to the really rich, so they can be more aggressive. The money you are investing is meant to increase your wealth, and it would be imprudent to take extra risk if you have less. If you don't have a lot of money to invest with and you're approaching retirement, don't put your money in risky stuff. I get behind risky stocks all the time on the show. But they're meant only for people who have either the time or the money to be able to afford the risk. I want to make you rich, but I've got my own Hippocratic Oath. And the first step to making you rich is keeping you from becoming poor. You can make money in stocks at any age, even with very little money. But you have to use different strategies depending on how old you are and how much you've got in the bank. In terms of how much money you should have if you want to start investing in stocks... I've always said you should have $10,000 that you can afford to put into stocks. That's separate from retirement money. You can still make money with $5,000 or even less than that. But once you get too low, even today's small commissions will eat into your profits. And the amount of effort necessary to beat the market won't end up providing you with commensurate gains. We've gone over your age and your bank account. Not fun subjects, not polite subjects. But even when it's fun, making money is a serious game, no matter what kind of stunts I pull on my show. There are two more things you need to know about yourself before I let you approach my show as a serious investor. This stuff is a lot less touchy. You need to know your temperament. There's a certain level of calm that everyone needs to have to beat the market. But I've yet to meet anyone who couldn't relax enough to make money in stocks. You have to keep yourself distanced from the bad days because sometimes you lose. Some people are just born more comfortable taking risks than others. Some of us are conservative, and despite how I act on the show, I'm actually a pretty conservative investor. I don't want you to lie to yourself here. And I know this sounds like new age garbage, but please bear with me because I promise this is something that can make you rich. A lot of people who invest feel pressure to take bigger risks than they're comfortable taking. 
We live in a culture that celebrates risk-taking. We love cowboys. And even though there haven't been more than a couple of decent westerns made in the last 15 years, this is still true. I'm here to tell you that it's okay when you watch my show to write off all the speculative under $10 unprofitable risky stocks I recommend if you don't feel right about buying them. It's okay to feel some trepidation at taking big risks. And if you aren't comfortable, you won't have fun if you do. When you don't have fun, you aren't as motivated to do the work. And when you ain't motivated, you ain't making money. That's half the point of my show. So please, I beg you, if you're not a big risk taker, just forget about the speculative stocks. There's nothing wrong with wanting to own big, solid, dividend-paying, stable companies. You can make a lot of money that way, and you won't have to pull your hair out worrying about the risk. Let me tell you, at my hedge fund... I would take risks that I didn't necessarily feel good about. And if I've been more of a gunslinger at heart, I'd probably have a little more hair on my head today. We've got age, income, and personality. The last question before I let you listen to my stock picks is about your priorities. And this is pretty simple stuff. Are you in the game for the long haul? Do you want stocks that are going to make you money in the next year? Or are you after trades that will make you money in the next week? I try to have something for everybody. Mad Money has been chock full of good trades. And I've also given you some great investments, not to ignore the mistakes I've made along the way. If you want to trade, you need more free time. I don't believe in buying a stock and holding it. You know, if you've seen the show, that you've got to do at least one hour of homework a week per stock you own. But if you really want to trade some of my picks, that's more labor-intensive. The shorter your time horizons for making money, the more time and effort you must put into the homework. I know people have said that my show is for traders and not longer-term investors. But the truth is that mad money is most useful for people who don't have a ton of free time to trade in. Again, I try to play Zero Mostel in a funny thing happened on the way to the forum and have something for everyone. But if you're day trading, look, mad money is only an hour of show a day. And it comes on after the close. That means I have a lot less to offer you.